Hello and welcome to Hit the Target Podcast, powered by Hollywood Bits. I'm your host, Deshwan, and with me in studio today are the usual suspects, Ayanda Vezi and Mlu Mleche. Gentlemen, welcome. What's up, Desh? It's good to be back again. Greetings yeah. to our listeners at home. Happy yeah. to have you. Yeah. Um, with the international break upon us, Bafana Bafana begins their quest to qualify for the 2026 FIFA World Cup. Before we unpack the qualifying stages, I want to ask you, gents, do we get there? Do we make it? Looking at the group, uh, the only team that I think they can give us like a, a, a hard time in this, it's Nigeria. Yeah, yeah. I think if we can manage to get a point in our uh, in Nigeria, and when we're here at home, we we'll make sure that we win. I think we can make it mm. out of this group. Yeah. Yeah. Um obviously Nigeria have some of the best footballers on the continent you know you look at the likes of Osman um yeah. you know and and you know let's just stop there because I think he's got like 10 goals or something in the uh it was Afcon qualifiers if I'm not mistaken mm-hmm. yeah. yeah Afcon qualifiers undoubtedly one of the you know the the world's best striker at the moment we cannot run away from the fact that he's going to be a problem when we face them uh yeah. Nigeria But then again, let's not forget that uh, the last time that Bafana Bafana qualified for 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 the World Cup, they'd won, was it five mm. out, of, out of six, out of six yeah. games, and uh, which 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 I think might also happen this time around. Mm. Interesting. Um, our striking force isn't what it used to be. You know, if you look at these two, um, these opening qualifiers rather, uh, you know, the likes of La Passa, Lyle Foster. Kanisa Mayo, Lebo Matiba, Tapela Maseko, like the list goes on and on. All those players are not going to be um, with the national team. Do you think we're going to get something from these two fixtures? Yeah, we will. We will definitely uh, gonna get something. And I saw like people were commenting that how come Evidence Mahopa is being called to replace Uwe Lebo Matiba? Mm. Evidence Mahopa, when he was playing for Baroka, was part of the setup yeah uh, Bruce so i was not surprised to see him being called up especially now that he's playing at Orlando Pirates and he's got uh, i think he's got three goals so far mm. if if my man still serves me well i think he's got uh, three goals so yeah. far for pirates against the cape town spurs uh, against kaiser chiefs and uh, yeah i think two goals or three goals so I think Hugo Bruce is happy to see him that now he's back uh, at mm. Orlando Pirates he's playing because we know before he used to call uh, Makopa and he was given uh, minutes uh, when he was called uh, in the Bafana Bafana squad so Makopa mm. got he got two goals in seven league yeah. appearances so it's a decent return but you know I think with the Bafana call up it could give him that confidence to go on um, you know he's he's um, just netted one in the Soweto derby yeah. you know handing uh, Orlando Pirates the three points and 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 being called now in a the national n- team in a national team you see that yeah. also boost your confidence and remember uh, when Lipasa was loaned uh, from Pirates to Supersport United he was in at Pirates he was not even playing mm. but Hugo Bruce was calling him and that also uh, boosted his confidence because he started uh, banging those goals mm. and Pirates decided to say No, let's We change. Him, yeah. yeah, let's change our decision about the player and let's call him back. Hundred mm, um, percent. How important is this opening fixture? You know, 
it's Bafana versus Benin at Mosma Bida Stadium. You know, Safa has, I would say, distanced themselves from those empty Johannesburg stadiums. You know, they're looking to bring the the uh, opening qualifying uh, game to a coastal city, to Moses Mabida, where we've, you know, just sold out the MT8 final within a matter of hours. I think it was some record uh, for that, you know. So um, I think Moses Mabida, Durban, Etiquini, they are churning themselves out, um, you know, as as a venue for some of these top sporting fixtures. Yeah, and even the Culling Black uh, mm. final will be played at Moses. Moses. It shows that people... Uh, from, they're looking yeah from Deben they love uh, football they go all out and uh, we've been calling for Safa to change the venue for 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 Bafana Bafana so that we know uh, that people can come out in numbers to support the the national team so i think it's a good decision that the Safa made especially the opening game and you're playing at home you you must make sure that you collect all the maximum points mm-hmm. because going away you don't know what you What's might. What's gonna happen? Yeah, yeah. Especially Benin, Masin undermine also Benin. This is a good side, a decent mm-hmm. team. Uh, this uh, side of Benin. So we must make sure here at home that we get all the maximum points, so that we know when we go there, at least we have something on the back. Mlu mm. Ayana just said that this is a game where we need to claim maximum points. Do you think it's a must to win? Or do you think we we must avoid defeat at all costs because we don't have the strongest uh, attacking lineup? Yeah, I think uh, the fact that uh, they have not won a game this year, Ben, uh, should should uh, tell the likes of Hugo Bruce and his coaching staff that this is a must-win encounter for Bafana Bafana. Yes, they're missing a whole lot of players through injury, through other you know side reasons, but they've got enough. I think they've got enough at the moment to go up against this team. If it was maybe a different opponent, maybe, maybe Ivory Coast, I'd say something different. But we're facing Benin winless in 2023 mm-hmm. uh, against South Africa, who are undefeated mm-hmm. in, in competitive matches in 2023. So it's really on paper. It's a straight win for Bafana Bafana. If you're betting, it's supposed to be a straight win for Bafana Bafana. Mm-hmm. But again, uh, I think the fans will play a very huge role on Saturday if they come out to the numbers. Uh, it's going to make a very sort of a, it's going to console for 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 the, all those those games that have gone to Johannesburg or those empty stadiums in, yeah. in, in, in at, at the FNB Stadium, just to see again the spirit of South Africans coming together to support, which I think is going to be an easy win for Bafana. Bafana. Mm. You mentioned easy win. I want to ask who do you think is actually going to get on the score sheet because I've been looking at that. Um, you know the the twenty three, yeah. and like I said, I just keep coming back to what I've always said: they just don't finish. You know, mm-hmm. they get good chances, get themselves in a box. It just comes down to the actual goal scored. Yeah. For me, uh, individual quality will always take uh, precedence when, when, when there's nobody, when there's no combinations that the coach can come up with. If the team is unable to come up with a uh, move from a back to up until they score a goal, that's where you can rely on guys like Abo Pesitao, mm. Mayo. I don't know if he's, if he's, if he's going to be starting, but... The fact that you've got Pesci Dao there, who's been very vocal about supporters coming out to Mouse Mapeda to watch this game, he's probably the most experienced uh, uh, player at the Bafana Bafana setup at the moment. So his experience, his his ability, his quality is going to be president and paramount on that game. And uh, I do see him producing moments of magic individually mm. to get on the score sheet. Mm. Love to see it. Love to hear it. Um, you know, but Pesci Tao is a bit of a veteran forward. I want to ask you, is youth in the plans of the Bafana setup? You know, is Moffa King going to be there? I see Jaden Adams has got the call-up to the national team. I think it's his first call-up 
do you think he's going to get much game time here or anybody around that age age gap? Looking at this game, uh, if maybe, let's say, Bafana Bafana, maybe it's second half leading maybe 2-0 or 3-0 up, mm-hmm. I think that's where maybe um, Jaden can be given some minutes. But this game is very important uh, at the moment. So I think Hugo Bruce will see if maybe are we leading or what. But if maybe second half it's still uh, 0 0 one I don't see him uh, playing. Mm. Because this is a, the game, uh, as I've said before, we need to collect the maximum points in this game in order for us to be on the safe side. You remember the previous World Cup where we almost uh, qualified for for the World Cup. We made sure that here at home, we won. We win. Yeah. Ghana came here in South Africa. They thought maybe they will walk over Bafana Bafana, but to their surprise, <laughs> Hugo Bruce had planned for them. So I think he will also refer, refer to that to the players to say, mm. you remember how we, we, we were committed in the previous qualifiers. Mm. Even the Morocco fixture. You see? Yeah. So... This is a win uh, for Bafana Bafana. Yeah, so if maybe we're leading maybe 2-0 or 3-0 up, I mm. see youngsters being given a run in this game mm. because we're also building up for the AFCON. These games are important because we're also building up for the AFCON. We're playing these games to also see the combination plays for the AFCON because now each and every player, all they want to do is to represent their country next mm. year. Yeah, yeah. Give me your score prediction in this game. I go 2-0. Bafana, Bafana. I'm going to go one more. 3-0. 3-0 Bafana, right? Bafana. Interesting. Yeah. So both uh, analysts going with a, a victory, home victory for Bafana in the opening. Yeah, I mean, it, all, all the signs are there. It's written in the stars for them. They're playing in one of the most, uh, you know, the most vibrant cities in Africa. Yeah. I, I think there's going to be more support here than any other game we've seen this year for Bafana, Bafana. And then I do just expect the football quality to just, you know, be mm-hmm. a little bit more improved. Uh, I know there's a lot of excitement at the moment with Sundowns winning that uh, prestigious cup, yeah. but yeah, yeah, it should it should weigh in a lot into this game because there's a lot of Sundowns there. There's a lot of experience, a lot of quality mm. coming into this team. as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm Louis saying a, a valid point. The Mamelodi Sundowns players are coming into this uh, high confidence, team yeah. with high confidence, with the mentality of winning. They are the first team to win the African Super League, so the African League, uh, African Football, Football League, League yeah. yeah. So they're coming into this uh, Bafana Bafana setup with the with, to motivate other players to say, "Gents, we can do it." Mm. So that also counts for Hugo Bruce's side. Mm. Yeah. With that being said, how do you think that'll set us up for the away fixture against Rwanda just a few days later? Hey, Rwanda, it's gonna, <laughs> it's gonna be hard to play outside, as obviously. As a away team, you have to expect that playing away, it's not going to be easy. Mm. Because first thing first, you don't know what kind of a pitch they're going to uh, give, give it to you. Yeah. You know, the, the conditions, ca- yeah, the hostility from the fans. You see, yeah. so it's going to be hard. But uh, the players that we have there, they're mentally strong, especially uh, with Mamelodi Sundowns players. This is where their experience in Africa also comes in. Mm. Away, playing away from home, traveling. Yes. To also lift up those players who will be maybe it's their first time maybe to play in such conditions to lift them up to say guys just focus on our main goal here. Mm. 
forget about the intimidations and everything. We are here to play and collect maximum points. But it's not going to be easy playing uh, to Rwanda at, uh, in, their, uh, in front of their own friend, uh, yeah. fans. It's not going to be easy. Yeah. Mlu, I want to ask you, away from home, do you think we strive for a clean sheet? I've been looking at the, at the Pofana squad and it looks like it could be a predominantly Sundowns backline with the Kloki over there. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's going to be uh, probably one of, one of Hugo Bruce's major headaches coming, mm. into, coming into both games, I think. Uh, he's, it's, it's been very crucial for Bafana Bafana to be disciplined at the back because, um, I mean, not just because of the part the game is played, but the fact that we're going into AFCON and we are hopeful of making it into the World Cup. Uh, I'm looking at, you know, every defender we have in the country at the moment. You, 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 I don't know if there's anybody we can expect to burst into the scene by the World Cup or AFCON, but we've got what we have. And I think Bruce is going to have to work with that. So whether it's Sundowns or whether it's Pirates, it's, it, it really should not matter, but it's the, it's the personnel for me. Logie has much experience. He's, he's got vast of experience playing, playing uh, for Pirates, but mm. the fact that you mentioned Sundowns personnel yeah. with the experience from the AFL and, and all those games they've played in the five, cafe. Five clean sheets across yeah. the six. It speaks volumes because that influence should easily, easily transfer to national team setup. It mm. should not really phase them that the fact that they're now playing for Bafana Bafana. And, you know, you go back to the fact that they're playing away in front of, I don't know if, if, if the Rwandans are going to you know, fill up the stadium or mm. not. But the fact that Bafana Bafana, in, in my experience, most of the away games, that's where they come out and play better football, where they've got no pressure from their own fans. It's just people watching football and majority of them expecting Bafana Bafana to lose. So the underdogs tag always suits Bafana Bafana better. When they're expected to lose, that's where they come out and play football. Play stronger, yeah. Yeah, so again, I'm hoping it doesn't work like that this weekend. I hope that this Saturday they win at home and then they go on to win on Tuesday as mm. well. So away from home, do you think you could see Bruce playing someone like Apollos, um, you know, in Rwanda? Yeah, that's, again, I think I've mentioned this in the past day on the podcast that the, 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 the importance of, of building these fringe players that Hugo Bruce calls up is very important, even if it's five minutes for these guys, because just that exposure for them on that national stage, they'll, they'll, it'll push them to go and do it at club level and then get another call-up again. So, yes, I'm, I'm all for that. I'm all for giving these guys a chance, these fringe players a chance for, if you're Hugo Bruce, because I feel like he has not fully put together his squad for the FCON. I mean, mm. he's still looking for somebody to just surprise him and make it into that squad last minute. Yeah, 100%. And I don't think the likes of Zwane and Percy Tau have the legs to last them back-to-back 90 minutes. So, it would be interesting to see how those fringe players that you mentioned um, get uh, integrated into the team. Yeah. Um, Ayanda, I want to ask you, Morfu King, how far is he from a national call-up? I've seen on social media, everyone is calling for Morfu King to be involved in the national national, team. uh, team, Of which I think the boy has proven himself that he's ready. For the fact that he went to England to do trials, it shows the level of readiness and how he understands the game. So... Maybe uh, when we go into Afcon, maybe Hugo Bruce will include him in, in, in the squad to just try to build the the national team around the, uh, the youngster because he's still got uh, age on his side. Mm. So you need to involve those young players because Timbers one is old now. Yeah. Maybe he might retire next season from the national uh, team. Maybe he might retire. So you need to involve those youngsters 
so that they play along with the likes of Tembazwani in the national team. They learn from them. So I think maybe Hugo Bruce will just include him in the Afghan squad because mm. in terms of uh, game readiness, we've seen him. He came on the Soweto derby. He changed the game, yeah. He, he changed the game and he came on, on the first half and he changed the, the game. So the confidence that he has on the, he's got on the ball, it shows that uh, he's got uh, like a proper coaching from a young age. Mm. So yeah, I don't see any what would not... Uh, Stop, stop yeah. him not being in, uh, included in the national team. Mm, no, hearing you loud and clear. You know, you also, I, I did mention Stellenbosch's um, Jen Adams, you know, performing very well for them in a midfield. And, mm. you know, they've got um, a forward, I think his name is Palace. He's also done very well for them, a youngster, uh, just promoted from the MDC team last season. Um, so it would be interesting to see if they are more youngsters. You know, you look at the likes of Mailula, who's flying his trade in, in America. I'm not sure if he's going to be eligible. Um, you know, I think there's some minutes over there. Mlu, do you just wanna highlight yeah. that? It's 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 such a, a tricky one for for Bruce because if you if you with, with his experience in African football, he's won the Afcon before. He's, he's, he's he knows basically the the ins and outs of of African football. But now there's a huge uh, trend starting out in South Africa where players are, are getting uh, interest from abroad, right? So the Afcon just comes at, at that right time where, if I'm Hugo Bruce, I'm thinking if even if I don't win the Afcon, but let me show good football from South Africa. Number one, let me show the upcoming youngsters. So even if these guys maybe they they lose the first three games, no, I mean if the, if they are knocked out in the first three games, they could win one, lose two, and go home. But the fact that you've got uh, the likes of Mayula, if, if, yeah. if, if God forbid he does make it to Afcon, which we'll, we'll, I'm sure we'll talk about it later. But you've got these teenagers which have, which have got very promising futures in SA football. Some of them are, are, are playing overseas. But the more you bring these guys forward, you can lose with them. But the fact that they, they're going to be showing more hunger than, than your legends, which are outgoing. This is the last AFCON for a lot of players in Bafana mm-hmm. Bafana. Yeah. So the fact that you, you're going to be focusing on those guys who have got nothing to show, they've got no scouts which are interested in their football. And it would be a, a shame for me to see this AFCON uh, being mauled by the fact that we have, we've played our legends rather than our youngsters, which even if they lose, they could somebody in the in the in the stands could, could be, be like, signed, let me yeah. just give this guy a chance because they lost, but he stood out. And I think Mofokeng is that player which, if you leave him out of the Afcon or and you or you take him and don't play him, you you come back empty-handed from from Ivory Coast. You lost the Afcon. You, you there's nobody who's who stood out as mm-hmm. a player in the Bafana Bafana. Uh, so for me, for Bruce, it should not only be about the football. It should be about at least showing out these youngsters, showcasing them to developing the, them. As there's well. going to be a host of scouts from from everywhere, Saudi, England for sure. So you know, even uh, Germany. Germany has shown a lot of clubs from Germany have shown interest, and and it's not new. It's been forever. I don't know how many players have left uh, PSL to go to Germany. Again, Belgium. I'm thinking all these clubs, all these countries are sending people to Ivory Coast next year to pick out youngsters. Yeah. So why not just have at least seven of your 11 be youngsters? Yeah. At least you've got seven players who are being watched and they might get an opportunity to go play. So again, you lose the AFCON, but at least you win by at mm. least showcasing your youngsters in the country. And I wonder how that will pl- apply into these plans, you know, as you look to qualify for the World Cup, because yeah. you do have many more matches after the AFCON. You know, yeah. as you said, we could lose, but if you feel your youngsters and then they perform uh, 
in the in the qualifiers yeah. you know on route to making it potentially yeah. to the world cup it could just board really well for the national team that is what south africans are crying for bro i mean not just as south africans but africa as a whole the fact that we've it's not and i'm i'm sorry to use the cliche of the fact that even it goes down to our leaders to the political system whereby we know there's youngsters who could be presidents or maybe but you know we've just been looking at these old guys I, with all due respect i feel like this afcon should just be a youngster young, you young know star. just every yeah. every country got and put out your youngsters let's see them because we know we know we know your timbers one is we know we've got those guys but are they is there a future there if you're playing them i hear you but i also want to counter and say isn't that too risky because you look at where the national team is right now i mm. think ayanda just mentioned they haven't seen defeat in like a year or something mm. like that yeah the first and, year and if you look at the number of youth that was in there it's not you, you know you'd struggle it's like finding a needle in a haystack yeah. you know so so counter to your point yeah. does he go with what is tried and tested which is the stronger more seasoned yeah players let me tell you let me just make an example before i get to the answer when when qatar hosted the world cup last year their their football league had been in existence for quite a while right but for 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 them it was not about winning that world cup it wasn't about hosting it it was about showcasing what they've been working for with their league so it 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 all varies per country per 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 governing body so safa up against every coast football association all those guys come together and they've got their own different uh, objectives with the tournament could be a world cup could be a chan it could be an afcon that what is our objective going into this one so for me south africa to say that they are going to win this one this afcon that's a wrong approach for me mm. it's 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 completely why do you think you can just go and win it what have you done so far but in the past 10 years south africa has done something that i don't think it's, it was was intentional they've just improved their their youth development systems almost every club in the psl has a player to talk about who's maybe under 23 which is probably yeah. you know the young phase of of south african football if you're 23 or younger you're still a youngster obviously in europe it's a different bracket but the fact would be there's almost every and we've seen even the the unlikeliest of clubs stellenbosch mm. you know they are probably leading in terms of youth development mm. stellenbosch cape town spurs in the psl they're not performing but they're producing the best develop so again if if i'm safa if i'm denis jordan i'm telling hugo bruce forget about winning it you can say to the media you can say you want to win it but your target is to bring out these youngsters bring them into the national scene because if if bruce goes out there and saying i'm going to win afcon and does not win it the next coach comes in because i'm sure he's going to leave if he, if he does not win he either he, he resigns or he's get he gets fired whoever's hired next is going to do the same thing this guy was doing at least get fired but set a president to say if i'm losing my job i I'm, i don't care but i'm bringing in 8 or 7 mm. in a, in a, in a starting 11 i'm i'm bringing in 6 or 7 of these youngsters mm. they want to do what they, they're hungry yeah. i mean obviously they get called up because of their performance Ayanda, do you think it's a bit too too it's a case of too little too late because Afcon is around the corner we're talking January and you know our group I could say it's favorable you know we've got Mali Namibia Tunisia we've played Namibia very recently yeah. um you know and and Tunisia they you know being a North African nation they are fairly strong so do you think it is a little too late going on what Mlu said about the youth integration I don't think it's too late Uh, as Mlu have said, he said he talked about a lot of things of which are, uh, are good reasons why I, I agree with him on that one. Because uh, it's better to lose a job to say, at least I've laid the foundation. So whoever comes in can work on that, uh, on developing that foundation. Because 
look at how many uh, teams that have their young stars in the starting level in the PSL. How many teams? You can count how many young stars are there that they play and they starting and mm. they play. And it's their position. And it's their, yeah. You see? They, they're not so, just there for numbers. Yeah, so this shows that in terms of development structure, we're going in a right path. So now it needs to be worked on by the national team. SAFA needs to get involved mm. in order to make sure that all these uh, young players, they get an opportunity to go and play in Europe. When, when was the last time uh, Bafana Bafana, we saw a, a, a player, youngster, yeah. a, a, a youngster going to, to, to Europe mm. at a young age? Yeah. You, you see? So I think this is high time for South Africa to revive their football. Maybe we can see the Bafana Bafana that we saw back in the days, the your Benimakati Bafana Bafana, your Quintin Foshun. Maybe this is the time when, if these youngsters are being given an opportunity to represent uh, the nation, it also goes back to our scouting, the Safa Scouters. There are players that are born in South Africa but are playing in Europe. Youngsters who are doing very well. What Safa has done in order to bring those players to say, come and represent your country. Because the players, they, they, there is a guy who's saying like, he, he scouts those abroad players, saying the players are willing to represent our country. But Safa is not doing anything to bring them uh, to play for Bafana Bafana. The next thing the player will see him, maybe he's playing for France or he's playing for England, for an example. Mm. So it also shows to Safa that they need to also get involved in order to make sure that they make sure that these boys are representing the our uh, Bafana Bafana mm. and are going uh, overseas. Mm. What you're saying is very interesting. It just uh, Jamaica was a country that popped out because you, know, you look at the Jamaican Federation and who they've got playing. For them currently, I think Mikel Antonio has been leading the line for them, you know, scored quite a few goals for them already, having chosen England as his nation. Amlu, do you think that is the key to success for Safa? Yeah, it's, it's, you, you cannot run away from the fact that times have changed. When, when Bafana won the FCON all those years ago, it was mainly guys who I think would be over 30 or approaching that age. So now we, we've sort of stuck to that blueprint to say let's just keep on with the experience let's keep on with this push the experience to take us there and and we we in that pursuit we forget that there's guys like to under saying there's people who get born in the country they've a south african identification but because of other opportunities or either uh doors opening for them they're able to leave the country very early and then they live lives in europe other parts of africa some parts of asia but the fact that the talent pool in South Africa is so wide, but it gets uh, limited by uh, other factors. Yes, uh, it could be things like uh, the scout of, of the national team. It could be the preference. or no, It could be also the... I'm sure there's players now who are playing football who are South African in their teens mm. who are looking at Bafana Bafana. Maybe somebody is, is living in Belgium now. Is comparing with it, is it even worth it to pledge my allegiance or loyalty to South Africa? If, I, if this is the exposure I'll be getting, right? And we've, we've spoken about the fact that even friendly games for Fana Bafana, you look at their opponents, you know, is it, is it the best they can do for, for exposure? Because really nobody watches Eswatini games. And I'm talking about scouts now. And this is with all due respect. 
Nobody watches a game unless there's probably Ivory Coast, Ghana in Africa. South Africa, they've, they've got all the attention abroad. People want to see these games, but it, you know, the quality of opponents does not bring them the, the best out of Bafana Bafana. And again, I'm, I'm just talking from a, from a perspective of a player who's 18, 19, living in Germany, born in South Africa. You're looking, if, if I have to choose now in the next two years, there's he'd no rather, way. He'd rather opt to play for the you know, under 23, to under 21. All that. Then it, come to. And there's a lot of players who have got that in their, in their, in their locket where they played for Amakluk Luk, the under 16, 17s. They played for the under 23s. But now for the, for the national team, which matters the most, they sort of hit like a ceiling. And then it comes back to my point. What's the objective for the AFCON? Because again, if you, if you were to find out, maybe that we've got 20 players living across the, the, the globe, they're playing in different leagues, Brazil, Belgium, Switzerland, they're playing there. If you've got that knowledge, you know this as a national team coach. Why then do you still say we're going to AFCON to win it, uh, but you don't have these guys? I'm talking about the list of 20 people who are playing in, in leagues bigger than the PSL but maybe obviously smaller than the EPA, which are the biggest leagues. But they are European leagues nonetheless. Mm. Why not bring these guys in, start getting them experience as soon as possible? Then in two years or a year, you can say we are going to win the World Cup now. Mm. We are going to win AFCON. But for now, to say you're going to win, we know the players there. You know, at least call somebody that we don't know. There was a point where, uh, I remember Tukelo Ranti was like a revelation to South African yeah. football. Nobody knew who he was. He was called up there, and this guy was like, "This guy is scoring goals. Where was he this whole time?" Then they brought him to Pirates for a loan. I think he was also he was originally signed by a club from overseas, but they loaned him back to Pirates where he was playing. Yeah, well, that just shows you. There's people who are more invested in this country's football than than the actual South African. Mm-hmm. You know, there's people who are watching more of us play. There's people who are doing better scouting than than ourselves. Mm-hmm. So, it for me, that's why I'm so. And this is like a, an extended answer. That's why for me. When you talk about the football that South Africa takes pride in, like those Shushan and Bian, all those, I'm not a fan of that because it doesn't people, progress. And it yeah, doesn't look at the, the players the, who've the gone abroad. The right, look look yeah. at our legends, the people who have gone, gone abroad. It wasn't they never they never took that game seriously. Mm. And then again, I'm just thinking as a scout, Europe, wherever I am, I'm looking at these guys. Look at the likes of Jabulo Plom. He's he never did that. You know, he just passed, take the ball, did the pass, simple things, did it effectively. Broke that's the play. Yeah. That, that is where the direction that you'd like to see the likes of Bafana uh, Bafana That's why I'm saying Mofokeng, the sooner he moves to Europe, the better. Before he gets bored of the PSL and start, you know, doing, doing too much. Doing of, that, yeah. And so, yeah, that's just my opinion. Yeah, he could reach a ceiling a lot more sooner if he stays, you know. But if yeah. he goes outside, he sees what uh, players his age are doing and what they're, they're capable of. Yeah. And, you know, that just compares him with the right, the right crowd almost. Um, and you know, I want to ask you, Mlu mentioned not winning AFCON, you know, and AFCON objectives. But if we run through the groups, Group A, you've got Ivory Coast, Nigeria. I mean, those two already just scream out for me. Group B, you've got Egypt and Ghana as well. You know, some of the big hitters there. Group C, you've got Cameroon and Senegal. You know, Andre Nana just reversing his international retirement. It tells me that maybe those nations that I've just mentioned, they are the ones gunning for AFCON. Do you think Bafana throw their hat in and around that area? Yeah, they might be the underdogs, uh, the the dark horses in in the tournament, uh, because I, I've said it before here in this podcast that I see Bafana Bafana going maybe to reach the quarterfinals of this uh, tournament, but in the 
group stages they will definitely gonna make it mm. they will go into the knockout stages yeah but they will go as far as reaching the the quarter finals because that's where the competition will be tougher for them yeah but looking at the group that we have and the players that we we Our have current as, squad, yeah yeah definitely bafana bafana will make it out of, of that group mm. but then the question will be who are we facing in the next, in the next round yeah. um, and because uh, we said it before that bafana bafana they kind of like struggling in terms of scoring goals now that's where it will affect bafana bafana mm. are they taking their chances yeah because if you're not taking your chances in the afcon someone someone is going to you see so they have to make sure that they take their chances because once if we miss those chances you create chances but you don't convert them your opponents will definitely use their opportunities mm. who do you think the striker is to lead the line for the national team at afcon you i'm not sure foster's going to be back right now he's been put on some leave um naturally we would go with him but yeah i i, I was hoping that uh Mm. we will have him when by the time the afcon starts but let's hope he recovers uh, fast let's wish him a speed recovery but i think our main man in this tournament going into this tournament eh, it's no, hard to tell nobody comes to mind you know that's a problem nobody. because it's it's almost like tembozone could be cast as playing that false nine yes. like he did against uh, ivory coast i think it was um mokwena um, squared the ball back to him yeah. it was a sundowns who scored the goal yeah. you know tembozone so, finished yeah. it. he so, might be so we don't have like a man that you say up. you stay is in it the box yeah is it makopa maybe lipasa because what he has done so far uh, uh, when the season started but then In September uh, or in it, August, I'd say give it to to Zwane or Otao. The responsibility to be the main man. Yeah, because again, we we talked about the importance of Sundowns experience in Africa, and we've spoken about Upesitao as, mm. as as an I think it's about forty, if not thirty nine, yeah. caps in in that in that lineup. So again, we we are praying, hoping that Lyle Foster will be good to go, but even if he is. I see him playing but I do feel like uh, whether we he's not playing or not the experience of Pesitao and 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 Zwane as forwards in Africa mm-hmm. it's going to be the most crucial thing in Bafana Bafana because if these guys are on point if they score in the first in the opening, opening game stages yeah it means that they've set now a standard to say we they understand you can find the net you know, it means they understand also African football now they it, they've mastered the, how to how to score goals that it doesn't even matter what type of goal you score just score just get it over the line and we've seen again with the last two goals have been scored by Uzwane and I think Pesutao if not uh, Ulal Foster but it shows you Uti for for the passer unless he goes back to form in the PSL in the in the TSV premiership at, at between now and they've gone because we there's a lot of talk that he's got his last goals you know he's done mm, so but it's a lot of, it's a lot of pressure for him it's a yeah. lot of pressure for him to put him up there now having not had the exposure that Uzwane and Tao have had in Africa. Mm. Yeah, I think and, yeah, and and Upesitao and uh, Uthembazwane will be like what can I call maybe will be our stars in yes, the in the Afcon because of the uh, continental competitions. The glory, yeah. yeah Pesitao is doing well for Al-Ahli mm. and even in the CAF Champions League everyone yeah. is like if we mark Pesitao at least we can Mm. kill al-ahi 
chambers one for Mamelodi Sundowns in, in in Africa he's doing well also so every team that we're facing will be like chambers one mm. look out for him yeah. it out, look out for those players yeah. so i agree with umlu that it yeah. all goes to them to mm. say take the responsibility yeah. and show your in, in intelligence as an individual player yeah. Yeah. I just want to jump in here and ask you guys, what is the strongest front three without Foster in it? Because Lebo Matiba has also proven that he can lead the line in Europe for 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 um Spurs club. club. Yeah, yeah, for club. So it tells me he should be able to do it for country. So does Bruce flip the script? Should Lapasa not get back onto form? I'm sure he would still be in the squad because he has yeah. proven himself. Yeah. But does he then go with straight Motiba, Tao, Zwane or something similar? Ideally, I, I, that's something that I, I'd like to see at least once, you know, because I don't, I don't promote uh, something like a mediocre approach to a game, right? We, we can say that Zwane and, and Tao are probably feared in Africa. Defenders know them now because mm. of, you know, all that. And the AFL. Yeah, exactly. Sure, yeah. So they're, they're, they're probably one of the, the most talked about players in Africa that we have in South Africa at the moment. But Lepasa is like a, a surprise package or he's got that element of mystery to him. Yeah. And that's why I think Hugo Bruce likes him because no, nobody is really aware of how dangerous Lepasa is until he scores. And I think the early goals in the season that he scored just shows you that he's been out for some time. Even when he went to Super Sport, that's when he sort of found his, his form. But the fact is, nobody was used to seeing him scoring for Pirates. So they never marked him. And that is how he got away. So maybe Vele, there's going to be a coming time where he, a, a game needs him, whereby Tao and 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 Foster or maybe Zwane cannot get unable to get. Yeah, the, so you need somebody who who, who these defenders have a not secret seen. Weapon. They have not seen much of yeah. the passer play. He did. The, he's got. I think he's probably one of the fastest strikers in the PSL. He's very fast. So going back to the point of Umotiba, which is another great player. I saw his holder play even in Bafana Bafana. I was very impressed with him. No matter what strong, type of ball, strong forward, whatever, yeah. whatever ball you give it to him, even if it goes straight from, from, from Williams, he's got this chest where if it stands there, he's going to chest the ball and hold off everybody behind him. So it depends on the approach. And I was always critical of that. I, I was criticized, which sometimes the ball just goes from the goalkeeper straight into to, to, to Motiva. And that normally does not give him a good starting point because then it means he has to trap the ball and trust the midfielder to pass to him and then run. So that pass he gives to to. Zwane or whoever's in the midfield might not come back to him. So he needs to be trusted. They don't trust him enough. You know, they, they, I think they, they'd rather go for tried and tested Dao, tried mm. and tested uh, Foster, tried and tested Zwane. But the more crosses they put in there, that guy's going to score. He's go- it could be probably you know, one of the highest scoring uh, strikers in the AFCON as long as he gets the service. Because look at the fact that he might have Dao on one wing. Hopefully Mayo... Yeah. Or, or even Zwane on the other side. These guys are good passers of the ball. So mm. really, if that plan is good delivered... technical players, they know what I mean, they're doing in those advanced areas of the pitch. And, you know, you also got to look at the, the, the wingbacks. You know, you've seen what um, Modiba can do. You've watched his goal, how he trapped the ball, faked the, the defender, and then he chips yeah. the keeper in the AFL Beautiful final. Style. I mean, Beautiful from style. a left back, yeah, I don't expect anything like that. It was, it was something that Chalolile himself would have been proud of. And, yeah. you know, you wonder if... Can we get some more numbers in the box? You look at the quality of the wingbacks. That could also be a secret weapon. I know you just said the passer could be that, but you know, you, you wonder, with the Sundowns, I think Sundowns and the national team, you know, they're cooking something over there. I think the, the approach for, or the way 
Lani Mukwena utilizes his full box, his full backs. That's what makes him probably the best coaches in Africa because yeah. we saw with Minanje our own life. When when I saw that that game, that final, that second leg, it it reminded me a bit of of if you saw uh, the likes of uh, Abidal and 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 Daniel Vez when Pep Guardiola was was at Barcelona, they they could score easily yeah. more than ten goals a season as defenders, right? Mm. And it wasn't really about their passing because I think after years went by, we started seeing the likes of Trent Alexander and, and Robertson being like the passers, maestros in in a team. But I just like the fact to these guys, both of them, they cross the center line so much, him mm, and Mudao. Yeah. They spend most of their game playing in the oppositions the half, and their yeah. defenders. So, and that's what I'm saying. If it, if you were to, to, to get these guys playing in that AFCON where we won in 1996, there's no way you're going to get a coach to tell you, as a defender, you must spend more time in their box. The coaches are like, "When are you a defender? La la la! Don't go anywhere." Yeah. So yeah, okay. it it it's, it shows you where how how far we've come now. More goals are coming from defenders, and before it was midfielders. There was a time where Oboshavi was scoring, but now you can depend on Mudao and Motiva to say, "There's a goal in you. There's a goal for you in this game." Mm. Interesting. I want to ask Ayanda: Do you think for Bofana to succeed, they need to buy into the Sundowns project? And <laughs> it's a valid question. Yeah. Let's let's see, hear your thoughts. Look, Sundowns is the best team by far in the in, in the country, even in in Africa. Some of the teams are starting now to look at Mamelodi Sundowns on how they're doing things. You you see, so Mamelodi Sundowns they are on their own level. So I think. It's high time, to be honest, for Bafana Bafana to start to learn from uh, Mamelodi Sundowns. Remember when Spain won the, the World, uh, the World yeah. Cup? Eight players from the starting lineup were from Barcelona. Barca, yeah. Three, I think, from Real Madrid. So that shows that 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 connection. Yeah, that's there. They play week in, week out, you traveling see. the country. They know what they're doing. Yeah. So that that's what I'm saying. Do you think now they need to abandon whatever they're trying to do? You know, Mlu just mentioned objectives, feeling young players. Yeah. Um, and But honestly, you also look at the success that Sundowns are churning out week in, week out, month in, month out, year in, year out. And mm. you know, the trophy cabinet is just growing and growing. Does someone at Safa just say, stop what we're doing? follow Sundowns, and then that's how we will get something eventually. Yeah, if they do that, we can achieve. You, you go and ask at Mamelo the Sundowns, how do you do your things here? How do you get <laughs> things done here? You know? You bring, it, bring a note, a notepad to it, a meeting. Yeah, and... <laughs> you see? There the, is no a better approach. Yeah, I, I, I do have to side with Ayan on this yeah, one. In mm. asking and to say, and also uh, Mamelo the Sundowns, they have uh, young stars, Abu Mapena, yeah. who are they playing? And when they're given a chance, you can see that they... It, they took it. He, that What a they, goal he scored. You know, you see Shalulile uh, giving yes. him the pass. And they're good players. Look at uh, Keisha Smailula when they... Mm. When they were promoted, he was like top scorer. That that or he was like they, very close. They all just fit the club when they go into a, a, a senior team, which shows they it's wear the yellow jersey, the most <laughs> glorified one in the country. It, it, it shows that uh, their system it starts from the development before it gets to the senior team. It starts from the development from your young uh, under twelves. Up, mm, uh, yeah, and, until 13, to the 14, yeah 15, until yeah. to the senior teams because when these players are being promoted from the MTC team to to go and play with the senior team they just fit the club and I saw there there was a video of a 
under 12 player for Mamelodi Sundowns. What a player. I saw the video on social media. What a player. That shows that also the scouting at Mamelodi Sundowns is different. Mm, so interesting. It shows that I think for Safa and even other teams, it, there is no uh, guilty in wanting to learn and wanting to improve our football. Mm. So if we want to achieve something eventually at the end of the day, then they might just have to. Yeah, we might also even bring U- 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 Coach Pizzo to the national team if it happens that Hugo Bruce uh, resign. But for me, you know, it's it's the way we are talking about you know learning from Sundown. It's it sounds like it's it's such a hard thing. But this guy is basically it's not it's not like you need to actually get them to tell you. Yeah, you can just sit down and analyze. Gucci. they've got a strong, established women's team. Number one. Yeah. So. I don't think you need them to tell you how to do that. You can just set up and have a proper scouting. Let's get girls now. Let's get the ladies yeah. and set up a women's team. Obviously, very, the details of two, like how to register, what, what, that's another spectrum. I'm talking about soccer. I mean. yeah. You can see which they've got a female team set up. Get your own. You can see which they've got a set up. Yama, yama youngsters. These guys from, like you say, yes, the, the Sundowns, they've got uh, schools which they look at. Yeah. This this particular primary school, we've got at least five youngsters, which we have noticed. Which we will never take their names off our list of guys to keep an eye out for. So if it goes from primary school, high school, varsity, and that is how they never scratch their heads at the end of the season. It's okay, what are you doing next? They know yeah. they've got guys at primary schools, so you don't need for them to tell you that. You wanna just follow them and know which. Okay, now my next move is to make sure which I set up connections mm, or network contract term. in schools. For, for the fact that they can bring South American players to play in, in the PSL, it shows that they, they are scouting, their network is mm. on another level, you yeah. see. Because do you think Hugo Bruce has been seeing this and maybe that's also been part of his strategy to infiltrate and, you know, promote them uh, and pick them for the national team because of that cohesive unit? Definitely. You're looking at the way they the players play, you see, the combination play that they have, it, that that tells you why uh, Bafana Bafana is dominated by Sundowns players, mm. you see. And we've I've been saying this, their experience in Africa also, it counts a lot mm. because when they play Mamelodi Sundowns, you guarantee they will finish within the top four in Africa. Mm. I guess we're going to have to wait and see how far Sundowns go in AFCON then. Yeah, it's it's going to be... I don't even know because for me, I know we were talking about uh, the blueprint and as to how other teams can try and get close to them. But do you, do you, and I'm going to pose this to you guys the other way around, is it something that can happen in the next few years? Or are we still going to be scratching our heads to say, how did these guys win a 14th, 15th, 16th <laughs> league, league, league trophy? <laughs> what have we done wrong? But yeah. it's, it's right there for everyone to see. Yeah. Everyone is right there to see it. But then my, my final point on this Bafana Sundowns matter is that at some point we've, we've, we've seen Hugo Bruce frustrated at the fact that uh, some clubs do not allow him the access that he'd love to have to their, to their clubs. Mm-hmm. I think at some point he wanted to, to organize that a session meeting with the, the, with, with the coaches, clubs. Yeah, yeah, so it didn't happen. And I, we can only speculate as how many other things have not happened that he's requested for. So I think uh, there should be, in terms of going forward, there should be more transparency p- between the national team and 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 PSL clubs. I don't see Hugo Bruce finishing the 2024 year as a coach. 
I think Bafana Bafana should now, as a as an as a SAFA, maybe as an organization, should start looking at a younger coach, somebody who will have a different mindset, and somebody who is going to be able to 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 take charge of 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 the national team. If if teams don't want to cooperate with you, do something about it. Don't yeah. just go to the media. Mm-hmm. Gents, this has been an action-packed episode. I mean, we've discussed basically everything covering the national team and more. And you know, um, I just hope the listeners enjoyed this one as much as we enjoyed making it. Um, until next week, it's been a pleasure. Take care. Cheers, Thank cheers, you. cheers. Hit the Target Podcast. <laughs>